live sync because we're on we different coasts. We got a little coasts. delay. Yeah. It's a t- it, I forget about this. It's been so long since we haven't had the glory of sitting across from each other's cute little faces, but yeah. we're doing a bi-coastal record. Happy, happy Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy How's New- her holiday? Uh, good. I mean, you know, I haven't done a thing, so I've just been home. Yeah. But you are doing stuff. Tell everyone all your idyllic Christmas oh, vacation. I'm having a cartoon East Coast Christmas. I'm on the East Coast. I'm in upstate New York with my husband's family. And I recommend this for any adults who gather for holidays. He has now for the last two trips rented a, an Airbnb that is big enough for everyone to like have a room and have space. There's also dogs and a lot going on. And it is just notice how she said the dogs guys. <laughs> there's uh, dogs. And Our, girl's a cat well Our girl's a cat lady. <laughs> I saw the dogs. I looked at the dog and I could tell in the picture that that dog jumps a lot on you. Jumps, it's, it, and he's like a puppy. It's still. a labradoodle, like, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's 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 better trained than he was, but he's a lot. His name's Mackie. It's uh, his sister's dog, his sister and her boyfriend. But no, we're out here with his brother and sister and sister's partner and his parents and dogs, and we're in Hudson, New York, which is I'm learning is a whole thing. Hudson Valley is a whole thing. Lots of New Yorkers moving up here buying houses, turning it into chic, cute, cozy, kind of hip little towns. And it's great. And so we've like been bopping around, obviously coming to New York state in the middle of like the Omicron surge felt absolutely insane, but we tested and tested and we basically have just stayed in this house and cooked food or like gone for little walks. There's not tons to do, but the real peak that I'll post some pictures of this. I just have it his parents' Christmas gift to us was a sleigh ride. So we drove a couple hours north yesterday where it was real snowy and in the woods. And they like, there's this place, I think it's called the G ranch or something, but it's like a little ranch and they have sleigh rides, basically real sleighs that can hold up to 12 people pulled by horses through the snow and it was like one of truly probably the most quaint thing I've ever done in my life. I was the most bundled I've ever been Aww. in human history because I, I was truly freaked about how cold it was going to be because you're outside. It's like an open, you know, one horse open sleigh, except it's a two horse open sleigh. I was going to say you were literally, you know, in a open sleigh with some horses. It was amazing. And you get there and they have like a little like hot cocoa and the whole little uh, station and you go in this barn uh, and there were baby goats and little mini horses and the baby goat one of the baby goats was being very funny and he kept shoving his little head under uh, the gate and he was making me laugh I love and goats. Uh, <laughs> little baby goats and then yeah you like go on the sleigh truly outside through the snow and it started just like lightly snowing uh, while we were doing it and like you're holding your little warm hot cocoa it was so cartoonishly idyllic and the weather was perfect and you're just like out in a field but covered in snow and all these like what they don't they're not really wild horses but they have like 30 horses on the property and they all would like come up and say hi and we like the they were laughing at me because i was like our our sleigh driver i guess this guy garrett was just like telling us the goss of the horses and it was so scintillating i loved it it was like oh that's jethro he's trouble Oh, let's hope he doesn't come over here. Jake and Jethro have a whole beef. Oh, 
And then there's and then this little derpy kind of not a mini horse, but this goofy little like hairy goof horse comes ambling out. And I was like, who is that? He goes, oh, that's peanut. (laughs) Was it was it a pony? It was a pony. Because do you know that ponies and horses are like two different things? They're not like. I could finally see it yesterday. I hadn't like ever really seen that. But it was like, oh, that's a totally different animal. My mom said when she was young, they had a pony for a while. And she said it was the meanest thing. It used to bite her all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Peanut was one of the oldest on the farm. 25. And we just got the whole gosh. There was a little click of female horses that he called that they call the mean girls because they don't really let anybody hang out with them and i was like and then i found out about a girlfriend boyfriend situation i was like this is my whole world are these 35 horses at this ranch and the way they have drama and just hearing him be like oh that's scotch he's my favorite and i was like why like i was just asking every question on his mind. he's like i don't know we just connect and he like knows when i'm here and he comes and he hangs out with me when i like i'm feeding and i was like i love this world you know i'm deep into horse girl tiktok like oh about I did not know this yeah different relationships with horses on farms and stuff and these rescue I, horses and all kinds I of stuff. I historically am scared of horses and I did not grow up around them. And so this was a big day for me. I nuzzled I, or I had one nuzzling me in the barn and it was like, it was amazing. I also learned because I was sort of like, you know, you feel kind of like a horse to these two horses are working hard. It looks like they're pulling this heavy sleigh full of like a bunch of adults. Parts are uphill and down. And he was like, He's like, just, you know, so the the two horses that were pulling us, Jake and Charlie, he was like, no, this is their job. They really like it. Like they actually look forward to it and they will get, he's like, you don't, there's certain horses that if they don't, they were plow horses before. And if they don't have jobs, they actually will deteriorate. They'll start like swaying their heads and gnawing at like fence posts. And like, you really have to get them out. And like, they like having a job. They know that they eat at the end of their work day. And I was like, they're like me. They can't freelance. I <laughs> I just wanted to, to let's see. What Do you know what kind of horses? Oh, he said the name and they were like, I'd never heard the term ever. They like looked, they were almost like Clydesdales, but obviously not as big. They were all black. They were both black completely with like big hooves that were kind of shaggy like Clydesdales. Okay. I'm sure we got horse peeps listening. They I, were stunning. I want to look it photos. up. I just want to look it up because let's see. What is one? Is it like a, sci- a Shire horse or? It was like two words. Like okay. I'm sure people I'm... are like screaming it hey. like that know it. I mean, how would they know from your eyesight what those horses are? I was just what looking. Would they I was looking it been? up because I because I always feel bad about horse. Was it a Percheron or? Maybe that sounds more familiar, but like maybe a gypsy vanner. Could it have been? No, I would have remembered the word gypsy. Regardless, I was I always feel bad about horses having to pull people. And then when you realize how much they weigh, you're like, yes. oh, well, four pe- they weigh as much as like four people. So so and they, they, they there was one horse, Jethro, the bad boy, weighs twenty five hundred pounds. <gasps> <laughs> he goes, Oh, he's a unit. <laughs> That's a ton. Yeah. He's a big boy. And he said he said that in the summer, I'm sorry, I'm just saying horse no, stories. Now, I love like, this. He said he said Jethro was the bad boy of the farm, which I love. And he 
in the summer, they transitioned the whole farm into like just trail rides and mm-hmm. stuff, you know? And he said that Jethro loves, they do nighttime trail rides where they, where they also will use the sleigh and light it up. He said Jethro loves to like come blasting through the woods at the sleigh, like to scare them, to scare the horse, the, the other horses and like That's racing funny. at it and then like beelines away. Like it's just a little maniac, man. Now, is it a Dutch draft? No, because I would have remembered. It was like two words I had not heard before. Okay, and not a Percheron. Percheron sounds more familiar, but it was two words for sure. Okay, well, guys, if you know what horses by just description alone about <laughs> about falling in love, it's helpful being to hear sassy. a city <laughs> a city woman who uh, has been around four horses in her entire life. Maybe you can help us. But I'm sure I'm sure someone in Tim's family clocked it. But now, it was really lovely. It was I, lovely. I question because of how all the men in my family are does when you are in situations like that and they are legitimately like darling, sweet, quaint, cozy moments. Does Tim actually like act as if he appreciates it? (laughs) Yes, he's very good. It may, may just be for me, but he is very like. He seems to really be enjoying it and also, you know, like it's, commentary it about like, yes, yes. is like pointing stuff out and asking questions and like, it's very sweet. Honestly, even if it were for you, it's really for him because I think everyone would want that. They just, some men don't know how to express actual joy. So, yes. So that no, makes it's it definitely, even better. It's, he's, he's really good at it. And it was great. And then, yeah, you get off at the end and then they have little s'mores packets waiting for you, a little baggie mm. with your own little s'more kit and a fire going in a little fire pit. And then you like have your s'more mm. and you hit the road. And I was like, well, that's it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to be more Christmassy than that. Uh. I don't know on planet Earth other than like, trap like what courtney did with her kids when they went to like whatever scandinavian christmas town i think they i were, don't know what else there is to do do where they met like the santa like at the christmas workshop yes Maybe it was yes Norway, but um, i know i can't remember i do want to sleep that was it. in an igloo one day and look at the northern lights oh yes you've mentioned i would i think it would be incredible i felt the most outdoorsy i've ever felt yesterday and i was like maybe it's not that bad yeah but it, it is it, it's it is bad and then i it is bad <laughs> it, I, I was like by the end of this play i was like my toes are so cold my toes are so cold <laughs> but it was great and i got to feel really brave and bundled and it's just been really lovely so hopefully we're being safe and hopefully you know we'll manage to make it back but it's been really great it's yeah. nice be careful you know, on that plane, I, and one of my friends and neighbors got home last night and I was like, you are visibly sick. Oh, no. <laughs> and I have I had like acquired some tests. We know a lot of people who have canceled events because of the oh, surge. Yeah. So they were selling the test that they had to people mm-hmm. just to be safe. So I had a test and I brought it over. And oh, that's she, nice. she didn't take it last night because she was too tired. But I was like, you are literally sick. She's like, no, the family, uh, half a family sick, but none of them are testing. Allergies, positive. allergies, allergies. But she was like, they tested and everything is fine. And then this morning she was like, I'm taking the test. My brother and someone else in the house have tested positive. Now she did test negative, but I was like, you're going to want to go get another test in a day or two. And she's like, I got on a plane like this. I didn't know. I was like, you didn't know. You didn't know. I mean, at this point, every like. To not get it at this point seems like Herculean. Like, obviously, we should all be striving yeah. to, but it's like, I have never, 
I saw a tweet that was making me laugh. That was like a, a, a comedian I follow, a gay guy. He was like, he's like, oh, how embarrassing. I quietly, shamefully had COVID four months ago or like two months ago. Now everybody gets to be out and loud and proud. <laughs> this must be what old queers feel like. <laughs> it's true. It's better to disclose. It's so much better to disclose. I've had so many people exposed because someone didn't tell them. Yes, it's so. I feel like I've talked about this before. Look, on the no pod, shame but... in getting it at this point. No, but we can avoid just share. it. Yeah, just share. Just share so people can plan around it. Yeah. It was what we learned when Tim had it, and it, people were so lovely. Not only were people cool, people like were so sympathetic and kind, and sent food and things we definitely didn't need because he was barely sick. But it was very kind. But yeah, no. If we stigmatize it and make it weird, it will make it all last so yeah. much longer. Yes, be safe, and you know, if something happens, something happens. Let's see. I have been watching Yellow Jackets on Showtime. I've heard so much about it. I will give it. The, really, ooh, do you like it? I will give it the pitch. It is uh, a, a show that takes place in current day, and I want to say like 1996, and it is about this girls' like championship soccer team in high school. This mm-hmm. te- like high school girls' championship soccer team that are going to some playoff, and they get into a plane crash. And and then the current day is some of the survivors and there is this sort of like, like kind of eerie, spooky, like suspense tension thing going on. And basically, I would say in the past time, it's very much Lord of the Flies. Ooh, it also has some all-star oh. actresses, right? It's like Christina Ricci and Laura Dern. Did I make that up? You did make that up. Christina Ricci okay. is <laughs> correct, well, though. Half right, half uh, right. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's Juliette Lewis, Melanie Linsky, Christina Ricci. Oh, I and then love her. A lot of the young actresses are just so good. Tawny Cypress. Yeah, a lot of great actors and actresses. A lot of great a- young actresses in it. C- Christina Ricci is playing this playing a character like I haven't seen her play when you think about kind of her darker grittier roles not that this isn't dark and gritty but the the bubbly kind of personality yeah. of this person and I love Melanie Linsky and everything she's ever in when I found out she was actually from New Zealand I was like oh my god can you even believe it she's, she's just incredible and she's one of those actresses too if people don't know who we're talking about look her up and you'll be like oh my god like she's in everything she's She's in. She's been in so much. She has stuff. like a so good. A kind of smaller role in every single thing, but in yeah. this one, she's the sort of the lead of it. So it's great. Married um, to Jason Ritter, very cute little couple. Yes, um, but she's she's great. She's definitely beat me out for roles before. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> very humble. Very honored. <laughs> but I I really like it. I and I will just be brutally honest. I think the plot and everything is great. It's intriguing. If you watched Outsider on HBO, the Jason Bateman show, but I don't think that's a I don't know if that's your speed, Jess. But if anyone did watch that, this okay. sort of feels kind of similar. And I won't say any more about that. But it's great. However, <sighs> I do find sometimes the dialogue to be, how do I say? It's like, it sounds like dialogue, you know, like it doesn't. Yeah, it, written, it, where it just feels written. Yeah, like, I don't know. What do you think we should, like, I don't know how to say. Where you're like, I don't, you're like, we don't know people who ever talk like that. There's a little bit of that. So whatever, I, you know, the one thing that I'm pretty snobby about as a writer uh, 
our dialogue things because I'm like, I can write dialogue. But, I think that's fair. But overall, it's great. And the, the plot is fantastic. The performances are fantastic. So it's a, like I said, kind of, I think what, how it's being built is like maybe suspense horror kind of. Yeah. Mm, yeah I, it's one of those ones that it's been like a slow burble of people posting and talking and posting in me. And I, I was a Christina Ricci nut back in the day, like, cause she was a Miss Indie movie queen when yes. Indie was like real. And she had like made the coolest transition from like to child actor to, which is one of those things we all look back on now. And it was like, Oh, she's so curvy. She's got a normal body and it's like looking back like, okay, like all things in that realm. Oh, <laughs> We're like, yeah, J-Lo and Beyonce, yeah. all the curvy girls of the 90s. Yeah, it just um, made her have a terrible, I think she's been kind of opening about, open about her terrible eating yeah. disorder that she had. Yeah, People talked about her body incessantly, but she made really cool, weird movies and yeah. then kind of disappeared, it felt like, for a while. And then she made this series a year or two ago that I was really excited about, about Zelda. Oh my God, what is his name? The Great Gatsby writer. Uh-huh. His his famous wife who struggled with mental illness. And I was so excited for it. It was like her pet project she executive produced. And it was really bad, uh-huh. unfortunately. But I root for her and I love her so much. And she was like a member in Now and Then and like that era. Ugh. How about the Adams Family, right? Adam's family, Casper. It was she was a queen. Z is what it was called. Z. Unfortunately, I can't recommend. It was just, it was very, very poor. It looked gorgeous, gorgeous sets, gorgeous, like aesthetically pleasing, but like unbearable story and acting. I will say if you get on, on Yellow Jackets now, you will, it's, it's dropping weekly still. And there might be two more episodes left on Sunday. So... Or you could wait a couple more weeks and do a Showtime free trial. A binge. I, I feel like Showtime is one of those, you know, networks that it's not like HBO it doesn't have quite the 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 clout. But yeah. they have some great stuff on there. Like Z Way Show is on Showtime, and this. That's all I know because I just got it. But <laughs> anyway, anyway, so that's my my. Uh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, that's my um, my wreck. My two wrecks are we watched on Nat Geo a documentary by the same it's a I believe a husband and wife documentary duo who did Free Solo the Academy Award winning doc about the um, yeah the insane climbers it's a new one called The Rescue and it is the story of the uh, boys trapped in the cave in Thailand (gasps) in 2018 oh my god I cannot recommend this enough it is like it Apparently there's like a a movie, like an actual like narrative movie and another doc and a whole bunch of things coming, but this is the first one to hit. And I cannot remember. I am not trying to overhype it. It was truly heart pounding. You, You know the outcome, but it was like, it is so much weirder and more detailed and it has so many stranger twists and turns than you could ever imagine. I was fully crying at the end it is truly a story of like people coming together from Uh. all around the world like pulling off an unimaginable feat it is like one of the best docs and like it's incredible and it's also the piece about people don't remember what you're talking about though it was in 2018 uh, there was like a junior football team that was they had been like diving in caves and somehow they got to a place where they couldn't turn around and no one could get to them because it was like under a mountain or some shit Yes, under a mountain monsoon season approaching. They had people and they were, from all over the fucking world 
like trying like people like, were weighing in like elon musk had a plan like everybody around the world this was like truly non-stop on the news yes. it was like because it was an against the clock they knew that monsoons were coming and that they would be drowned uh, yeah they were be they would be drowned and and what who ends up and it's not a spoiler but it's like they end up relying on like basically because like the Thai Navy, Navy SEALs are not like cave diving is its own specific skill set separate from diving diving. So they end up calling on these like kind of weird recluse British hobbyists, like these men who are cave divers as a hobby end up becoming like the experts brought in. And it's like, can you imagine people more reclusive or looking to hide from society more than cave divers? Yeah. And they are like at the center of like the, they're like just swarmed by photographers and news media when they get to Thailand. And it's like, it's just an incredible story. So I, I really, 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 really recommend I it. I forgot it's this so, part such of a it. good watch. They weren't, they weren't diving in a cave. They were in a cave that then flooded so they couldn't get out. Yes. That's what, and it was and like, there was no way they would have been able to get out because they they could not oh, have, it's it's like it's miles so, right it's, it's literally like three hours of underwater diving to too, get them in each one to get scary. them in and out it's in and this it's like it is i don't want to spoil it because it was one of those things where like i was like oh i know the story and then it was so much crazier and the solve that they come up with to get them out is so much scarier and crazier yeah. Ugh. And it's and it's like anything when you learn about a whole world of like this weird little world of like cave divers and how how they learn and love this and, and that they have to be working with like the Thai government who are terrified because there's so many eyes on them now. Yeah. And like it's I, it's an incredible story. It's like our modern day baby Jessica, but so much more intense and sort of forgotten because we've had so many other like like Ugh. high stakes things since then anyway i that does sound scary to me what's it called it's called the rescue the and rescue. it's on nat geo and and yeah it's just i, I don't want to spoil it there's a lot of great the story of how they film pieces of it too um is really cool but look it all up afterwards but th that's my wreck okay my little holiday wreck it'll really give you like a warmth of like people coming together from like you just we don't get that as much these days it's really like a, an incredible international moment of like you got to save these kids. Like, I what are you going to do? Truly remember being in the Brooklyn, Brooklyn nine, nine writer's room and us following it. Like being like, Oh, <laughs> I just remember one person being like, those kids aren't getting out of there. Like just being very it's, negative. It, was, it. It, it looked fully certain. And it's like watching like everyone around the world, watching like weather maps of like, remote thailand basically watching yeah. like storm maps coming in because it was so up against the clock so anyway <sighs> okay watch it it's great should we get into news let's get into news please okay so like we <laughs> always say can we get away from the kardashian family absolutely no. not so never the big twitter like kerfuffle in the last few days was that kanye west has bought a house right across the street from Kim Kardashian West, his former home that she, I think they agree that she would take she ownership. Got, yeah. So he bought this house that's for 4.5 million. It's right across the street. When you see the house, cause 4.5 million, like, well, he did pay 50 million ruining the Malibu coastline market. <laughs> he just, yes, he I just forgot. chose to pay 50 million. It was probably more worth like 12, but yeah, 
So you think 4.5 million. What's this place look like? And it looks like your grandma's house that she had renovated in the 80s. It's fascinating because, yeah, it's interesting to remember, like, all we ever see of Hidden Hills, which is where they all live, is are these mega mansions, mega modern, mega, mega, mega modern homes. But there are, I mean, it's a community that's existed for a while. And there are regular, quote unquote, regular homes in this area. And this is one. And it is so bizarre to imagine Kanye in this house. I mean, obviously, he'll probably demolish the whole thing. I think thing. it's a tear down. And uh, the, you know, yeah. they're like, well, the land alone is worth 4.5, which maybe it, it is. It, I'm sure it will be. However, there is carpet in the bathroom. I just like no matter no matter when you have built a house, carpet in a bathroom. Me no understand. No, that's a no no. And I'm on just a basic hygiene level. You're not going to want to do that. There is so much like wood paneling. We got floral like curtains. I mean, look, I would love that. This is this is a dream house to me. I love it. But it's like this to imagine what we know of their weird mausoleum home, which was also pretty much almost a teardown. You know, like they that yeah. if you look at remember, it was like a French chateau, basically, that they turned in. But it also has it seems like the kind of the real piece of it is all these stables and yeah. horses and like that. It's got a ton of like actual horse. Uh, he has a bunch of horses in Wyoming, too. So maybe that's the plan. Maybe he's bringing him back. Or, um, or but maybe, yeah. maybe they came with the property. Who knows? But I like to imagine a reality in which Kanye doesn't really renovate except for to replace <laughs> the carpet with new carpet. Keep it, keep <laughs> the carpet in the bathroom. I know that is not how it will work out, but that's not why people cared. That's why I cared about it. People care because they're like, what a stalker. He's moving across the street from Kim. Like, what is he doing? Why did he live in Wyoming? And then now that they're divorcing, he moves across the street. And it's, I, I don't. I think it's a little. I think it's a little rough. I think like I got that. That why, and I do see how like that feels creepy. I think for kids, it's like you, you know. I think if anything, maybe it's kind of like respectful in a weird way of like mm-hmm. having space yeah. uh, that is very close and makes the children not feel like you know, disjointed, like that it is an extension of a home, but that it's his own home, that he doesn't like, that he doesn't have to go into that home and bother her, you know? And I think that in this family, especially, that is how they live. Like, you know, Lovey is down the street. Courtney and Scott, Scott, yeah, they don't live that far away. So just makes sense to be in the neighborhood. And there are some parents who will trade houses, like they will on the weekends, dad will move in and mom will go stay in and they, they just kind of trade off like that, which seems yeah. just as crazy as moving across the street. But I think it's actually like a good dad move. That's what I mean. Yeah. I feel the same. I didn't and think I it was like, creepy at all. I don't think it's creepy. I think we got to like, we, because buying a house to us as normal people feels like aggressive and intense and one of the biggest purchases of your life. This is like buying a pair of shoes, you know, like this is nothing. $4.5 million to Kanye West is, he sneezes that. It is nothing. Nothing. And so to me, it's like, this is a way for him to have, this is like having like a camper at the end of the driveway, you know, like it's nothing. And it means that like he can have them. And yeah, like, I think I understand because he's been like publicly pining for her 
Yeah. And so it feels connected to that. But I would say, honestly, it's more of a move of an amicable step forward is how I kind of see it. I think even specifically because he has been trying to woo her back so publicly and I don't know that he's talking to her privately at all. I think this is a bit of an olive branch to be like, okay, that's not working. Let's move forward with us being separate. I see it the same. Also, so many people said this. There is no way Kim did not know who was buying this house across the street. Absolutely. Absolutely. She... No, I, 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 if anything, I could imagine that her, her little, like, not little, her, like, filing to have the marriage be bifurcated a couple weeks ago and legally separate herself. And in all those documents where it pointed out that he has been, like, radio silent and all that, I feel like it might have jump started the whole thing, yeah, you know, and too. kind of just started moving it along. And that she, that was her saying, like, this is over. Sing about me on stage all you want we're I'm moving on obviously also she's publicly dating somebody yes <laughs> which speaking of but I, he is too okay. so oh and though yeah let's see what was I gonna say the one last thing I think one I hope that he turns this into like a a, a Neverland ranch for his kids I hope, <laughs> I hope that it's really focused but the good kind none of the bad stuff <laughs> I mean the ranch was fine just don't give a kid's Jesus juice it's okay you know I forgot about oh god I and then the it. second thing I think is none of us heard about him potentially buying this because you know these rich people form shelter corporations and they buy things so you can't find where they live and I just was thinking about it because I was like 4.5 million even if it's just for the land seems like a low price Agreed. I, I bet the people selling it didn't know they were selling it to Kanye. Oh, I bet you're right. Well, we have a friend who is friends with is longtime friends with like a lot of famous people in LA and has worked in TV and movies and stuff. And he is unknown as far as like fame. And he has bought houses for his famous friends, like in his name. He was mm-hmm. telling us. Like he bought John Hams and Sarah Silverman's. They are Tim's un- doing it. It's your husband. It's Tim, it's Tim. So it means they're not searchable because all, at least in the state of California, I don't know if it's different state to state, but it's public record. Yeah. Um, the buying and selling of houses is public record, which was is how star maps, all of that works is because you can find the address easily in a searchable database. Also, another thing that celebrities can do is they can have their address taken, just taken away from Google Maps. So that you don't know know that that there's an address there. And even if you do Google Street View, you can't see what is there. Oh, my God. Like as a service, Google will provide for them. I don't know how it happens, but I definitely know someone who has made it happen that their their address Uh, no longer pops up. It's Tim. It's Tim. Uh, It's Tim. Tim, Tim. (laughs) In fact, it diverts to like a weird land landmark somewhere else instead of the actual address. And then because I know where they live you can't see you can't see where it is wow which is good I mean, it is, people are so fair yeah people can be kind of intense okay so now you were going to transition okay so speaking of never getting away from the kardashians they obviously had their christmases i will say by kardashian standards it was low-key in terms of posting of extravagant gifts and some of the historically tone-deaf difficult stuff obviously we're still seeing mostly radio silence from I would say from the family on the whole, it's been quiet. Minus Kim, they canceled their holiday party. the 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 annual Christmas card came out, and it was very interesting. <laughs> it was a skims Kim, advertisement. Chloe, Chris, 
<laughs> yeah, it was a Skims advertisement with a bunch of the kids missing half of everybody. Missing just um, the, missing Courtney's fa- Courtney and her whole family. And Courtney and her whole family. Dream no was, Kylie. Dream was there though. Dream nope. is there. And yeah, just an interesting time in terms of like who's visible and who's not. So they they canceled the holiday party. Looked like they had like a small gathering at Kim's house, um, posted some photos. And I was losing it because there was a woman. Everybody's, you know, we're all hopped up on Kim and Pete, rightfully. It's very fun. Are, is she in Staten Island? Is they in L.A.? Where are they? And there was a bunch of paparazzi photos of him out and about in L.A., like with her Rolls Royce over Christmas week. Like he went to a dispensary and then peed on the side of the road. Yeah, Pete, uh, Pete was going nuts in that Rolls. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just on board. But the one that made me laugh the hardest was that supposedly Pete had gone back to New York was what people thought. And then these photos got posted of their low key gathering, the Kardashians. And this woman got like spotted in the background and everyone was like, it's Pete's mom. Pete's mom is spotted in the house. He's there. And, and you uh, could see how people could make that assumption. Yes. Absolutely. Because the really woman is like wearing her. a mask and the hair is very similar. So you can't see the whole face. However, I, it was eagle eye. This is our bread and butter. Eagle eye viewers like us. But I wouldn't have been able to discern. Figured out. It, no, it was the one, the only Mindy Weiss. Event planner went Mindy Weiss. Of course she would be there. Of course. Of course. But lots of speculating. Still really highly posted for the first time in since astral world uh disaster and it was just an, a throwback picture of chris and otherwise major silence as like the lawsuits pile up for travis scott and i'm very curious like what will come from like kylie's visibility and her brands like because he like he had a whole collaboration with dior that was dropped Anheuser Busch dropped his Cactus Jack. Obviously, losing partnerships is nothing compared to tragedy, but yes. it is very. I'm very curious how they will rebound. Well, from she this. is the kind of person who definitely will go underground for a long time. It has no problem for her, and she's probably about to give birth any day, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I keep forgetting the things I was gonna say, Jess. Oh, I know what it is. Nope. Do I know what it is? Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner. Travis Barker produced. Oh my God! Of course, we have to talk about this. A this Christmas is song that Chris Jenner <laughs> lends her beautiful voice to. It's so great. You can hear the auto tune so clearly, and apparently, oh my God. this and it's great. Like you can, I forget what the. Can you look up what the song is really quick? But apparently, yes. it has landed at the top of the charts on Spotify and other places. Like people are into Which is Chris bizarre. Jenner. Yeah, it is. I would say mostly unlistenable. It's a 90 second cover of Jingle Bells (laughs) features the vocal stylings uh, from the cut of one Kristen Jenner drums by son-in-law to be Travis Barker (gasps) and Kourtney Kardashian on the bells. Song was produced. (laughs) Song was produced by Kravis Records which everyone is assuming. Yes. Spotify credits the songwriting to Chris Jenner, which is incorrect. <laughs> the songwriting, maybe the arrangement or or the uh, the re, the yeah. remix. 
This this cut article is funny. Uh, they say my favorite part is the very beginning when Chris asks if they can speed up the tempo. Otherwise, the long anticipated follow up to her 1994 hit "I Love My Friends" <laughs> is perfectly inoffensive. Um, now, aside from that, uh, my- go ahead. <laughs> No, I just, I forgot. I love my friends. It's so funny. I love my friends. The other Christmas thing I like that they, that I saw of them is one, all the, like the specially made Balenciaga for the children was amazing. Yes. But seeing Kim like decked out and one of my, I really love the look of the brown satin, like chocolate brown is so luxurious and gorgeous but Ugh. seeing her lounging next to like 18 year old landon barker who's on his phone <laughs> i was like i love this like it must be i'm sure they've spent a lot of time together at this point yeah but there's something yeah. about these like worlds colliding and i just i i think it's great so it's it's amazing oh and the last thing we'll shout out i thought this was so adorable north got braces <sighs> And I thought it was so sweet. And it made me, it gave me, there's something like North has moved into like an age where she like looks suddenly like, like so much older to me. And it's like, there's certain young people, like celebrity kids that really give me like a complex, you know, where I'm like, but, but they just got here, you know? And I, and I was having, like, I have that with like Madonna's daughter, Lourdes. Like there's a lot of celebrity kids that I remember being like the first celebs that I was like, followed and in love with and and obsessive and then they had their babies and now a lot of them are fully adults but like north just still feels so recent you know and something about her little smiling braced face Uh, i was like what if you're not following her on tiktok you gotta go follow is it north and kim or kim and north and then there's uh north and penelope as well they have a collab on and i love it because their bio says say run by an adult penelope dyed her hair pink penelope is good at transitions these kids i don't know what their future is but they do get social media very well already so i mean thank god well that's a kardashian oh, corner speaking which, oh, okay you guys have been listening to a free preview of ellis for losers Ooh, we hope you liked it oh yeah and if you did you can go on over to patreon.com slash l is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes mm-hmm. which are quite meaty <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of keeping up with the kardashians oh it's fun we got a whole lot of stuff there for you you're gonna love what you find yeah it's <laughs> patreon.com slash l is for losers bye